tell me your name? My name? Yeah. My name is Harry Siegel. And um, I understand you're a survivor of the Holocaust? Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me your story? I was, I was in... Uh, I was in... What the, I was actually I was all over the place. <laughs> I was, Buchenwald uh, was the last time. Mm -hmm. Then then we were took us with the trains there and during the night we heard a, a lot of blowing up. But I don't know what was going on. So it was at night they opened the gates, they did doors from the from the car from the cattle cars and they let us out. You know, we, we were on a train for about two could days. You, could you tell me what happened before that, when you oh, before were taken that. from your Oh, I wonder if I'm looking at You see, I come from, from uh, I, was, I was born in a small village. Because we had a, uh, my father and my father's brother they live and we had a big tremendous house and we had a little property there, you know, with the grow things and then my father used to go out by the cattle and they take them to the market. Then my older sisters, they moved to the city. And then when we decided, my parents decided to move to the city, we left the house to my uncle and we moved to the city. Uh, the city's name was Novichonsk, uh, that uh, it's a uh, new city, the Germans called it. So I was uh, so we, we were there, then came in the summer, so my uncle had one little boy. So he used to call up to my father, why don't you, my little boy is so lonesome and nine years old, why don't you come? to us in the summer I have nothing what to do. So I used to go there because I was the youngest, youngest son. So I went there. So what happened? So then the SS, that was 1939. I was by my youngest house and uh, two assessment came in and I was putting my film on. They looked like I almost went to the floor, you know. But they didn't bother me. I was still about 13 years old. So well, they, took, they took my uncle away to work. They brought him home five o'clock. After five, after the next day they came again and they took him. He never came back. So I remained at my aunt with a little boy. So one day, but every corner there was an assessment stain. So one day my aunt said to me, would you do me a favor? Go out. She, I couldn't go back home because I had that paper. But what about 20 miles where I used for, for my parents moved. So what, so what happened? I, I went out the door. There was no sidewalks, you know, in the village you didn't have no sidewalks. I walked in, I, I didn't walk so when I, I just didn't realize that one of the assessments stayed almost near the door. He says to me, Marshnell, you understand? Marshnell. I, I didn't realize. He took the rifle 
He turned it upside down and he hit me right here. I, out I went. So my aunt came running out. Some of the people next door came. They dragged me in there. I thought I, I thought I was by eyes like. I, I didn't know where I was. Hit me. I lived there for about two, three days. But I, it, it survived, you know, everything was okay. And then, I don't know, I don't remember, a lot of things I don't remember, you know, my, my mind is shut. So, it was, that was 1939. That was a year, two years, the first two years didn't bother us, the DSS. But after, after that, that, the 1940, 1941, when Russia, they attacked Russia, they, 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 so we couldn't, they took away everything. We couldn't get no food, no nothing. Everything went to the army. Mm. So we, so, so what happened is, uh, then the, the Russian told us, because the Russians came in, so I told us, take Russian papers. Nobody wanted to take Russian papers. Some people did, because uh, shipped from Siberia, and some of the people didn't take it. So they took us all. One night they came and they put us in cattle cars, mm. and they took us away. I don't know where we went, what, uh, who knows, and Europe, they, they didn't know where you're going, where you're coming. So with that, you know, me and other, other people, so they took us uh, somewhere and, and locked up in the cattle cars, you don't see nothing. So it took about like, uh, two days, maybe. At night, they heard, Everything explosion exploding. So the, what happened is they, uh, the partisans, they blew up the tracks. So they let us out. And at night, I, I disappeared. Me and another boy into the woods. You just ran? I disappeared. Because now you not go dark in Europe, and there's no lights like over here. I disappeared. I don't have the other kid, the other boy. And I, I used to crawl at night from one. I knew I wasn't too far away from where I used to live, mm -hmm. my uncle. So I, I for about two, 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 three days till I got there. Only at night I could go. See, it was all woods, you know. So my aunt was still there. So then I came. They took my, there was next door was a Polish woman, an old lady, she had a Jewish husband. So he says to her, please, he knew they're gonna come and take him. So he said, please, try to save a Jewish kid. Because she was Polish, he was Jewish. So the kid that took him, what he did, he knew. He had, he had animals, cows, horse, I don't know, whatever he had. Mm -hmm. So he built an yard that hay, straw, an yard in the house, a double wall. And I lay there for almost two years in that, that eight, eight inches, I couldn't move. I had no choice, it was night, something at night, the woman would, sure, would find out to kill her right away. Mm -hmm. So when it was at night, she used to come and knock in the, in the door, in the, the and uh, come on down. I came down, she gave me a potato, 
a little piece of bread. And that's why I survived two, over two years like this. Then, then, then 1945, 1845, we hear a lot of noise. I, when that, I, I was laying up there, I didn't know what was going on. I looked like a skeleton. So the woman knocks at my door and then the woods, whatever that, whatever, come on down. I came down, I see Russian trucks, open trucks with the soldiers sitting on benches. And I, I'm standing in the doorway like this. I didn't know who they are. So one soldier come, came off the truck, they stopped. He must have been a Jewish boy, a Russian Jewish soldier. He says, Stotakoya. You know what that means? Mm -hmm. What's that? I look like nothing, my bone was sticking out like a damn kind of scarecrow in the closet coming out. He said, What's that? Yeah, Stotakoya. He didn't believe it. I looked. So he went over to the trunk. He took a loaf of bread and threw it for me. I'm telling you, I still had a holiday yesterday. God came down and helped me. And I stand there with the, with the Russian people. Wasn't because they used to bring to go to go, to go bring the soldiers. We had a yeah, in town. We had a yeah, uh, the people used to go. And it's not like here you have pet trucks in the house and here. It's a place used to go and take sh showers, baths. You know, it's for everybody. So we used to go to the soldiers to come doing it uh, once a week, twice a week, in the marketplace. And we used to go buy, we used to go buy rolls, because they never had white bread <laughs> rolls. So they used to have a bulletski, bulletski, that we were going to buy. So one day I took a basket and I bought a baker, and I took it on the market. So they were buying, getting Russian rubles, you know. So there was one white guy, a soldier, he took a handful of them, you know, I don't remember how many he did, and he didn't want to pay. So the lieutenant, whoever it was, I don't know, somebody told him they took things he didn't want to pay. <laughs> he went over to him. <laughs> he took his wallet, I didn't have a wallet, but a, a bag or something. He took all the money he gave it to me. No, that was very nice. Very nice. Because sometimes I used to go out in the street and there was a little park. And they, they used to come in three, four soldiers, take their rifles, lay it down on the grass, and they used to bring vodka, bread, salami, all kinds of cheese. Mm -hmm. And I used to pass by. He just said, come on, come on. I don't want to get about it. I don't speak their language. Right. So one day, second day I passed by, because I have nothing what to do, you know. That was in Chechen, at that time, the name was Chechen. Used to belong to the Germans, mm -hmm. but Poland took it over. Mm -hmm. so, the, so I took him there, I went, come on, come on. And then Russian, he just sat down. So I went over, sit down, show me, sit down. He gave me a big piece of salami, bread, and they took a tea glass. You know, the vodka, Russian vodka, smear, you know? Mm -hmm. They folded like this, like this. Pee, pee, 
Please show me what to do. I took, I took, I took the glass, the thick. I couldn't get up. That was the end of me. I couldn't get up. Well, just a bit like water. But I couldn't get up. So they took about stretching uh, and with about two. They gave us a house from what the German. They gave us a house, and I was there maybe two, three months. But there's nothing. You can't get no work. That city was bound, completely bound. Mm -hmm. So they, my friend, I had a friend that came, that came from Russia. So we met, and he, he couldn't walk. So, in an old little couple. So I said to them, I'm going to the market. I had nothing to gain, I had nothing to lose. Maybe I'm, the marketplace, maybe I get something to eat or something. Mm -hmm. I go between the, the uh, what do you call it, the bricks, all bound, and I'm walking and I see something sticking out. That must have did something to me. What happened? There's a wallet laid between the bricks. There was 2,900 Polish lotus. And the, the, the old man was with me, you know. His wife was in the house. And I took that. And I uh, turned around and I went back. Took back to the house. I walked in that, not to the house. I went in the market. I bought some food. And my, my friend was laying in bed, they wouldn't move. Mm -hmm. So I said, Shulam, get up. Say, I can't move, leave me alone, don't bother me. Come on, and get something to eat. So, so what happened? He got up, he, he went in the kitchen, said, they was all set up. He looked at him, was fainted. He said, where did you get this? Mm -hmm. So I told him, there was a lady, and she was saying, you, Want to go to the station, to the railroad station? That believes this, and I helped. I helped. I couldn't carry myself. Then I helped that to, to move it because there was no transportation. I kept the horse and buggy. She gave me fifty dollars, and I went out and I bought everything. So I was there another couple of months. Then an American delegate came, and they took us. To, to the border, because we were under the Russians. Mm -hmm. They took us to the border, and we opened the trucks, open trucks with canvas covered up. We were made about 300 survivors. Mm -hmm. the, the, the American delegate says, when, when, they, when they come, the Russians come, come out on the other side, don't not, not anybody say a word, be quiet, not to ask you who you are. We all survivors. But nobody came out. They went in there and how much money they paid off. Mm -hmm. They opened the gate and they went. So we went out in Berlin, French quarters, because Berlin was divided for a ways. So I was there maybe two months. And then the one, that one of the people told me, why don't you go get a job? What job? I don't know what to do. There's a barber shop in there. And uh, help, 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 maybe you can do help him over there. I walk in there, in the barber shop, there's a young 
German Jewish boy, but about 25 years old, but he was also a survivor, so he said, the boss asked me, why don't you soap him up with a type of a brush, not like today. And I said, give him a shape. I gave him a shape, that when he turned his head, I cut him by mistake. And I dropped everything and I ran. Now it was a couple of months, and then they sent us to uh, Fernwald. Fernwald was a small town near Munich. We were there, I don't know, I was not the only one, two, three camps that sent us. Stuttgart, the Berchtesgarten, Um, Munich. We were all over the place. Mm -hmm. But the last, last few years, people started moving to go to Australia, to Venezuela, to America, to Canada. I could have gone, I had chosen to go to Australia or Venezuela. I had made a contract with Venezuela. And I had an uncle here in America. He came before the war from Austria. We got in touch with him. So he, he says to me, why don't you go to Israel? My cousin of mine was alive. He was, he was, actually, he was in Russia. But he found out that he's in Israel. He found out. So he said, don't come. 1948, 47, don't come. You'll be in big trouble. There's no work. You're going to live on the beach. Go any place, you can never come to America. So I told my uncle, he was orthodox, he lived in Venezuela. So I told him, he said, listen, do what you want. But I, like I used to go there like on a Sunday, my, my aunt was a very, she was a big cook up in the mountains for the religious people. Mm -hmm. So she said to him, leave him alone. Don't bother him. He went through hell. What are you bothering him for? When I came, he bought that black hat, film, teachers. <laughs> I'm not going to wear that. Even I was a religious home, but I wouldn't wear it. So he didn't bother me. Then I was looking, I lived in Hyas for, for a month. And I'm, Downtown Man uh, Manhattan, East, where is it, uh, East 4th Street, the Jewish organization. Vermont, they told me, get out. Families, they gave apartments, they gave little hotel. Me, they get out. Go get a job. I, I don't understand English. I don't know what to say. <laughs> How old were you at this point? Huh? How old were you at this I point? I was 20, 26 already. So, uh, so uh, my uncle came to visit me. He, he and somebody had a little children for a penny. And so they buy me those things, you know. I needed 10 cents. I just wouldn't give me 10 cents to somebody. So my uncle paid, you know. And I went to a place and they come over to go because another couple came came together from Germany, from, from Poland, I mean. So we brought together 
We lived together also in a camp, and he found out. So then, uh, yeah, can you uh, go? Can you go back to that? Where you, you were in Buchenwald, did you say? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think we. Uh, I was in Buchenwald maybe twenty-four hours. Oh, so how yeah. did that? How did that? Is that when you were? Is that when you were able to disappear? And then, then they bombed the tracks. I see. That's why he disappeared. I see. So you were yeah. already there. Yeah, I was already there. You were yeah. already there, yeah. and you were able to escape. Were, they, I know what they were taking us. I have no idea. Right. Because they, we were all locked up in kettle cars. There was no way we can look out. There were some elderly people that died in the, in, 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 the, in the car. In the car. I can imagine what happened to my parents. Mm. How many days must be there laying in the car? I had three little sisters. One was, one was the uh, ten. Then first I had the oldest sister was 22, 24. Then her brother was twenty-two. And then another sister, Gietel. She was uh, 18, 17. There was a, a brother, another brother, the Avadia, his name was. And then I came. Me. So you were all taken together? You were no, all no, taken away a, together? I was with my uncle. Oh. They right. lived in the, in the town and I right. lived in the village. Right. That's what happened. Right. If I would have been home, I would have been gone. I wouldn't be here today. Right. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe something. I don't know what. But, what you, I, but you got away anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. That was but, uh, no, that, that somebody looking anyway. over you. And I was my aunt. My aunt, they called me anyway. But the lucky thing is, they passed us and blew up the tracks. Right. And they couldn't move till they fixed the tracks. And they opened the doors, let us out at night, you know, to relieve ourselves. And I happened to crawl away. That was my luck. That Polish woman, she saved my life. Too. She saved your life, yeah. Did you ever stay in touch with the Polish woman? No, she died. She was very old. Uh-huh. She died. Uh -huh. I tried to, but uh, do you remember I, her you name? See, I never wanted to go home. My cousin went home, right? But I didn't want to go home because where am I going to see the ashes for my family? It was that Poland, or was that? Uh, well, that was, it was in Poland. Poland. Yeah. It was Poland. Uh -huh. yeah. And what was the name of the village of your home in Poland? I don't know what happened to nobody. I don't know because mm -hmm. my cousin went back mm -hmm. after the war to the police station. They found a lot of pictures. Right. They only found my parents' pictures. But my sister, she had one, we were five, had five sisters and two brothers. She couldn't, they didn't find their pictures. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, What's the name of the town you're from? Yeah. What's the name of the town? The town where I would, would come from? Novosonic. Novos. New city, they call the Germans. Oh. It's a new city, it was an old city, a new city. We lived in a new city. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, we were born in a, in a village, but we moved after some time because my sisters and my mom, one of my brothers moved to, uh, to Krakow. He, he worked in a, in a wholesale hardware place, store, where, whatever. And my younger brother, a step before me, he was working in a sort of factory, but then he, told him he couldn't get those jobs. And my two older sisters, they have a, they lived up by themselves. They had sewing machines, single sewing machine, and they were sewing 
underwear, shirt, thinking for a big corporate company to bring both, you know, and just cut it, everything. They used to sell it for the for the stores. They used to get ten cents to make a shirt. Whatever that, I don't know. That I used to go help them out, and I would, yeah. But uh, but so, I don't know. They had their own apartment. They had all finger machines. They had all things. It's all gone. Mm. Jim took everything. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's. I I but I tell you, it's only ten percent. Ten percent of the of the village. My mind was was shot. I oh, it's remember ten. things. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I survived, but not about, uh, I can't complain. I came to I came to America because my uncle didn't want me. So I came at three and a half years. I was here working for a dollar an hour, a dollar and a half. And a friend of mine called me from Natania. I said, Why don't you come to Israel? I have a nice girl for you. <laughs> I'm a local, I don't know what to do. Money I didn't have. So I, so I saved up some money, borrowed some money for people. And I went to Israel. It took 32 hours one way. That time there was no jet. And I met this girl. Actually, I didn't, my friend, and it was Natanya. So he took the train, he went to, to Tel Aviv, she worked in the military kitchen, cooking for the for officers. So he called up, he grabbed the train, he ran over there and said, guess what? Herschel, my name is Harry, Harry, Harry is Herschel. You know what, Herschel is here. She dropped everything, she ran to the beauty parlor, she made herself beautiful, and then it's, we heard a comment from my, my friend's wife. Prepared dinner and everything, you know. So then she just walked in and closed the light. Walked in, but there's nobody here. So I said, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> we ate. And those days we could have walked all over the place in, in, in Israel. There was no problem. So we did. So I went out to, after dinner, we went out to take a walk at the listen. I'm not promised you no diamonds. I'm not promised you no mink coats. Well, like I said, I will try to give you a living. That's all I want. I want to get out of here. So I had, so yeah, I, I had to come back, but I had a job. It's mm -hmm. a three weeks we got married. Yeah. And I had to come back here. She had a sister that was very sick. So she had to wait another eight months because and I had to make papers because I wasn't a citizen yet. Mm -hmm. So he made papers. She came and she went to work in a little factory for 75 cents an hour. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, what are you doing that for? I said, ah, I want to sit home. So I met a lady there, which her brother was in America before the war. Mm -hmm. And she came from Europe also. So she was helped to get the job. And you know, we, then we lived in an apartment. We moved to another apartment. And then I bought my own house. I bought my big house, a four family of King's Highway. Wow. It's big. It was terrific. This house, when you walked in there, a palace. 
This, this house was built in 1902 for the American Kent Company. If you walked in that house, the dining room was beams coming down, hanging. The floors were part of the floor, flower built in. And unbelievable. Five rooms. There were four families, actually three families. First floor, big porches, big double driver, big backyard, a double plot. So I bought this house. I need $8,000. <laughs> I bought a few here and get three to four mortgages, you know. And finally bought it for the best thing we ever did. Best thing. I had cheap tenants that were paying $45 for four rooms. Almost paying $90 for five rooms. But after all, they moved out, you know, and everything went out. And we met the money. We met after my wife passed away before. I was making $4,000 a month to clear profit. Yeah. Today, I would have made $7,000, $8,000 to make profit. So we could give me the cheap rent. We didn't raise them, you know, people, you know, that people be, they come, they go, you know. So. But what the, so I said to myself, now that was it, 12, 13 years ago, everything was high up. Everybody was buying houses. So they come, by my, they want to buy my house. What am I going to do? I, what do I need? By sending kids to go. I'm all by myself. So I sold it. I sold the house, now I'm telling my kids, I didn't have a house, you got the money. Hmm. They're not complaining, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. We made money. Right. We made a lot of money in America. Well, they, so they took it together. I bought that. All my kids, they got, we bought them their houses. Mm -hmm. We bought them 10 cars. I wish we'd talk to my kids, you would never tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. It's no use. You think they appreciate? Nobody appreciates.